This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that did not have to sign any aku janji letters. Oh. <laughs> Very topical. Uh, today we have uh, Nicholas uh, Kiss Hands and Shake Babies John. Hello, hello. Vote for me. Also, uh, Mr. Karami Shakes Babies and Kiss Hands uh, Kamil. I will represent you. What's happening, guys? And Mr. 10% Mifzal Malik. I don't advocate all this. <laughs> I am Faisal America. The only 10% that I have is my brain power. Let's start with what happened in uh, Europe in midweek. First up, Tottenham sealed their spot in the Champions League knockout rounds after beating Marseille 2-1 in their final group match. Spurs came back from a goal down and they didn't mess it up towards the end. <laughs> uh, but bad news for Spurs is that they've lost Sun Heung-min who uh, suffered a head injury. Apparently, he needs surgery. Yes, he does. Uh, and, and it is a big loss, his absence, because... Spurs being Spurs, they will need all the help they can get to score goals. And and even though Son has been nowhere near his best this season, at least he gives them options up front. Uh, and, and on a personal note for him, uh, this will also be a concern heading into the World Cup. Lah. Yeah, and uh, just for stats, right? Because I'm the stats man, I guess. <laughs> uh, Son is the second highest goal scorer for Spurs this season with... Only five goals. So, <laughs> wow. <yeah. laughs> so losing him and I think Kulusevsky is still out injured. Uh, Richarlison haven't hit the ground running for Spurs. Uh, I, it's it's a tricky situation for Spurs. I don't think it's a, it's a good one. And Conte really, really need... It's either him changing his tactics or changing his style of play or getting someone from the bench to buck up and score some goals. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the point in time where Spurs are going to do a sp- are going to become Spursy, <laughs> and just so you all know, I completely hope it happens. <laughs> so much hate on himself. <laughs> Suddenly, he's an Arsenal fan now. <laughs> you know, Spurs got out. <laughs> now, Spurs finish at the top of Group D ahead of Frankfurt, Sporting, and Marseille. In the last sixteen, they could face Brugge, Dortmund, Inter, Leipzig, AC Milan, or PSG. Also, uh, Liverpool finished in the group stage in second place uh, after a 2-0 win over Napoli. For once, they didn't concede the early goal, but that was only because of a VAR decision. Uh, meanwhile, props to Darwin Nunez. He came on as a sub and played a part in both goals, uh, setting up one for Mo Salah and scoring the other, or stealing one from Van Dijk. <laughs> uh, I'm reminded of that SpongeBob SquarePants meme, you know? Uh, Liverpool in the Champions League is the strong, muscular SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Liverpool in the Premier League is the little baby smooth-faced one. Yeah, and it's uh, Liverpool has not been in the best best form right this season, but we've talked about this last last episode, uh, injuries, no recruitments. But I don't don't I don't know, me not a Liverpool fan. I just think that if they can conjure up what, a three or four game winning streak, I think they'll they could be fine while waiting for the the in, the players who are injured get back. Uh but 
this week against it's it's a great result mm-hmm. against against who was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> okay. It was a great result against Napoli because remind uh, mind you, Napoli had a 21 match uh, unbeaten streak if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it's a great win, and I think Spalletti filled it, filled down his his best 11 in that match. So mm-hmm. it's. But so you, you can't you can't accuse the Napoli of taking it easy. No, that, they yeah. weren't. And but Liverpool have won against big teams, right? It's the smaller teams <laughs> that they have. Well, the, the, this season, it's almost as if they save themselves for the big teams. <laughs> you know, we we saw it in the EPL against uh, uh, City, City, and yeah. then now against Napoli again. I think, but but their problem is. They go to Europe, they get a result, they come back to the league, and then they lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's, it's so weird wait, because wait, 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 wait. if you say they only uh, get the results against big teams, where does they leave Man United? Well, the smaller team, <laughs> yes. Man United's a small team. Come on, it's weird because I don't know. Usually, teams would underperform in the Champions League and really perform in their own league. But why is it like this for Liverpool? Faisal should answer that. <laughs> yes, tell us, Faisal. <laughs> okay, how many of the guys in the squad are actually English, and how many of them are Europe-based? So for them, Europe is like the top prize. Mm. It's the one that has a more emotional attachment for them. Uh, for the English players, um, especially the Liverpool-born players like Trent, of course, they would love to win the Premier League again. But unfortunately, the majority of Uh, Europeans, so so this is a problem. Them, this this is a a question of nationality. You're saying, yeah. Well, at least it's a it's a mature answer from Faisal. <laughs> <laughs> For once, and not just oh, refer to my previous <laughs> episodes. Now, uh, since Liverpool finished second, uh, they could face one of either four opponents. Um, the others are all English or. Oh, Played them in the group stage. Um, they will face either Porto, Bayern, Real Madrid, or Benfica. Uh, meanwhile, Man City ma- uh, maintained their unbeaten run in the group stage with a three-one win over Sevilla. Who could they face in the last sixteen? Brugge, Frankfurt, Inter, Leipzig, Milan, or PSG. Uh, Chelsea had a 2-1 win over Dinamo Zagreb. Their potential knockout opponents are Brugge, Dortmund, Frankfurt, Inter, Leipzig, PSG, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Is it too early for Christmas? <laughs> It's never too early for Christmas. Come on. Okay. Um. I think Chelsea has the most easier run. I guess. Um. I don't think they'll have problem against Dortmund, Inter, or Leipzig. Uh. These three teams are not doing that well in the league. Uh. Besides Inter, who had a, you can see the group of death in the Champions League, but I don't think the form their form is great except for PSG. So, I'm rooting for Chelsea to go through to the quarterfinals if mm-hmm. nothing funny happens on the pitch. Mm-hmm. But but uh, out of all the English teams, I think Liverpool has the toughest yeah. route, mm-hmm. only because they've been so hot and cold this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you look at their potential opponents, you've got of course Bayern and Real. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, tough lah for anyone. But then Porto and Benfica normally, you on normal occasions when Liverpool are playing well, you can say, okay, you got chance to tap out a bit, you know. Yeah. But now you don't know which Liverpool, what are the, the, the big strong SpongeBob which or the version, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which version of Liverpool is going to turn up? But I think yeah. Benfica finished top of their group, right? Over yeah, yeah. PSG. Mm. So good luck, Liverpool. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping they don't turn into Patrick. <laughs> Now, the uh, actual last 16 draw will be announced next week. Uh, we'll have more once we find out more. <laughs> that did not Thank you, Captain Obvious. 
<laughs> I could have worded that better, but I can't. <laughs> Mr. 10% brain. Uh, Arsenal and Manchester United posted 1-0 wins in their Europa League matches, but with the differing outcomes. So Arsenal defeated Zurich to be crowned winners of their group. They move straight into the last 16. Uh, meanwhile, United's victory over Real Sociedad um, saw them finishing the group in second place. Uh, that means United are now going to face one of the teams that dropped down from the uh, Champions League. Yeah, trust UEFA to, to overcomplicate this whole <laughs> knockout round thing, right? Um, yeah, but, but United, I think, will be a little, they'll be stinging a little from this one, like, because I think they were really hoping to, to make it into the last 16, uh, automatically. Um, and if you look at some of the teams coming down from the Champions League, it's not, you know, n- the, some pretty big names yeah. Barcelona yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know I know Juve are there as well yeah. Barcelona and Juve so these are not small teams getting kicked out of the Champions League they've potentially some some big tough opponents so yeah Arsenal what can you say you know they, they've mm-hmm. dominated this season um, but from, for, for United I think they'll be looking at this as like a, a, a potential banana skin mm-hmm. and, and they'll be like why you know <laughs> it, it, it could have been easy for them uh, but but now they, they, they're looking at something tricky la. yeah yeah and I think Ten Hag needs to needs to sort this out I think quick quicker than what was uh, than his initial plan because Again, they had chances to score more goals, but then they could not. How many goals? They needed two goals. They needed, they needed two, two goals. goals. Yeah, they yes. needed two goals and to top to top the group. Yeah. And then they just could, could only score one. And I think David De Gea saved their behind again. On so many occasions. Again. On so many occasions. So this could not be happening if United are if United really wanted to progress under Ten Hag, I think the lack of goals needs to be sorted out very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. But I still think they have a chance because because I know they're facing big names. They, they could potentially, potentially face big yeah. like, like Barca. But, yeah, they but, could but, get a result but, against Barca. Yeah, look at Barca right now. <laughs> Barca right now is like, I don't know what team is in our Liga Super. <laughs> Dude, don't <laughs> so much hate. <laughs> don't don't insult Liga Super, okay? <laughs> well, I okay, like okay, I, I agree with Mizal. Barca is not in that in that good of a form, but who is gonna gut Lewandowski, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they can play badly and still yeah. score goals with Lewandowski, which is kind of the opposite of Man United. Exactly. Man United <laughs> plays well, but then they just can't get the goals, yeah. As for this weekend, uh, Liverpool will be up against Tottenham. Uh, since Liverpool are on that uh, win-lose roller coaster, they're on course for another disappointing result. Uh, unless, of course, their opponents decide to spurs it up. I mean, uh, okay, like we mentioned, we've lost, uh, they've lost Sun Hyung Min, yeah. and um, the others are blowing hot and cold right now um, I, I Liverpool has to be the favourites this weekend mm-hmm. that's just we just jinxed it that was the plan all along that was the plan all along I really think that Liverpool have to be the favourite because like we said just now Spurs don't really have enough firepower up front uh, losing Son is a big blow Kane hasn't been really himself right this season I think yeah. I think uh, he's half, of his, half of his mind is already in Germany eh? could be uh Although he scored 11 goals in our competition, but um, again, uh, Conte is without Kulusevsky and all. I just hope that Hoybiak, maybe Hoybiak could, mm. could 
come up with a, a couple of goals uh, in the coming weeks without Son Heung-min. But yeah, I, I I can see Liverpool getting all three points this uh, this weekend. But 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 the stakes are higher for them for for Liverpool as well, yeah. you know, because if they lose to Spurs, this will be what their third league defeat in a row, yeah. right? And they're already uh, ninth in the table, only four wins. They more than Spurs need to really get a result to to salvage their season here. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I, I think I think Liverpool can replicate their strong performance against Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Why do we still have? Why do we still have him? <laughs> also, uh, EPL leaders uh, Arsenal will face Chelsea. Arsenal, of course, are on that run of fine form, uh, four wins and a draw in the last five matches. Uh, meanwhile, Chelsea will still be stinging from their uh, first defeat under Graham Potter last week. Yeah, I, I think that defeat was a blip uh, because. Yes, we saw in that match that they were not good. But we've also seen this season that they are capable of playing very well under mm-hmm. Potter. Mm-hmm. Since, since yeah. Potter took charge. So I, I'm inclined to say that there was a one-off against uh, mm-hmm. uh, Brighton. So uh, they got a win in midweek uh, uh, in, in, in the Champions League. So hopefully that will give them some momentum heading into the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that uh, all the players want to bounce back from that defeat against Brighton. And I think more than the players is Potter that Pot, yeah. he wants to prove he wants to prove a point he wants the team to progress like he said before um against Arsenal though it's not going to be easy but i think Arsenal lost Tomiyasu right due to injury in the yeah. in the mm-hmm. Europa League so yeah. that could play a big factor in that match uh but i'm pretty sure it's going to be a nail biting match this weekend for mm. between yeah. Arsenal and Chelsea okay personally as someone who doesn't care about either team right <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy with a one-all draw. You will, but I won't because Arsenal <laughs> needs to stay on top just to prevent City from getting another title. Yeah. See, that's why I'm neutral. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're 2-1, they're two, two right? Because they've, they've against uh, the so-called big, big teams, big yeah. teams, they've uh, beaten Spurs, they've beaten Liverpool, uh, they, they lost, lost to Man to United, me, yeah. so Chelsea will be the next one. So let, let's see how this one goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Man City are at home to Fulham, uh, Manchester United away at Aston Villa, Newcastle travel to Southampton, Everton host Leicester, um, there's also West Ham v Crystal Palace, Leeds v Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest v Brentford. Uh, finally, we've received some sad news uh, in badminton, especially for Karam, who, who's had a huge crush on this yes. <laughs> particular uh, shuttler. Go Liu Ying confirmed she'll be retiring after the Malaysian Open in January, uh, ending a career that includes an Olympic silver medal. Yes, and it's kind of sad because she's 33. Yu Ying is 33. I think if she's not injured, uh, she's in great health. I think she could go on for about three or four years left. I think. But if we look back, take a look back at her career, I think she started pairing up with Peng Soon since 2008 or 2009, if I'm not mistaken. They got their first major win in the Asian Games in 2010, which was great. And I think, if I'm not mistaken again, they were the first mixed doubles from Malaysia that qualified to the semi-final of the All-England, qualified to the final of the All-England. And like you said, Faisal, mm. the, the, the silver in Rio, that was the, I think that was the peak of their, mm. of their career, of Yu Ying's career at least. Uh, but before that, before, before winning that silver though, she struggled with injuries. She was 
out on a hiatus, uh, 11 months hiatus. Uh, she operated on both her knees, so which was not good. And I think uh, from inside sources told me that the reason that she wants to retire is that she has done all she can for this for the sports of badminton. Uh, and I think it's time for her to call it a day. And the, fun fact, do you know why she played badminton? Because she's good at it. <laughs> Why? Because her father loves the sport. So, so yeah. yeah she did it because the father loves exactly. it. Exactly. So, that's that's a lot sweet. of commitment. Exactly. To yeah. all your father's... And, and a lot of pressure. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, I think Yu Ying has been a great servant to the country. Uh, yeah. It's sad to see her leave the game, but yeah, thank you again for all the memories, Yu Ying. Or, oh, as the badminton lovers call her, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. So, yeah. All the best. I mean, she could come back no. after she retires, right? <laughs> okay. What, what if what, do so, a Serena? <laughs> to, <laughs> to add on what Mivzal said, I think, because she's, she's very tactically apt, I think, mm. uh, in the sport. She could be a great coach if mm. she's really into it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Meanwhile, we are counting down the days until we retire. <laughs> How many thousand days is that? <laughs> At our age? <laughs> How many months is that? <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for today's pod ball. But before we go, I just want to remind you to stay positive and uh, keep on working hard if you want to achieve your life goals. You are capable. You are awesome. We love you. We're rooting for you all the way. I am Faisal American. I'm Nicholas John. I am Karami Kamil. I am Mimzal Malik. Goodbye.